But could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Let's see if the audio is working. Looks good here. All right. How cool. about you? Yeah, okay. Uh, do I sound okay? Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So let's just jump right into the spoilery Justice League stuff because that's what right. we're here for. Spoilery Justice League stuff and spoilery Falcon and the snowman, the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Justice League, what'd you think? Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I think is, um, that Joss Whedon isn't the hot shit everybody thinks he is. Right. See, here's the thing though. Like, it's, I would, I would now, <laughs> I would be really, I think I liked the Snyder cut. I'm just trying to think of a way to sort of get in, like start off this thing. I liked the Snyder cut. I really did. It didn't feel like a four hour movie. No, I'm glad it that it yeah. didn't get broken up into like, you know, episodes or, oh, yeah. you know, like, like, like he didn't kill Billet or anything like that. Because as I'm watching it and I'm getting to that two-hour point, I'm thinking, all right, if they were going to split this, where would they split it? You mm -hmm. know. Um, and then I forgot about doing that and just got sucked in because nah. it was good. I thought it was great. It really, really embellished the story. It didn't try to be silly. Um, yeah. The way I think the Joss Whedon one was like it really, like with the Flash it made Barry Allen look kind of like, okay. And not just this fucking clown. Yeah. He like, was a real like bumbling Tom Middleditch goofus. Yeah. And it, it just, it, it was like the dumb little kid kind of thing. And I, and he wasn't that in, in the Snyder cut, which I thought was, was good. It, it did a good job. I even didn't hate Aquaman in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, how can you, I mean, he's, he's a, he's, he's, they, they did, they did, they did him right. You know, um, I loved the Wonder Woman scene in the museum. Yep, because she like fucking killed people. <laughs> yeah, that that at first it was like oh, that's a little excessive, but then you know you read you know wh why Snyder's people are asking him like, well, why is there so much blood in this? And he's like, you have normal humans going again, uh, going up against basically gods. And you're the bad guy. What do you think is going to happen? You're like, going to get like, fucked uh, up. All right. All right. I guess. I mean, it fits with his. 
with his line of movie making with with the more nihilistic tone i guess not it's not completely nihilistic but it's definitely darker than you know uh christopher reeve's superman and this is the first time that um a snyder movie didn't bother me with the slow-mo there are a couple parts where i was like this doesn't need to be slow motion but that's because you know it was well, like three and, hours into it. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, so now, fine, four-hour movie. I think it's unfair to compare the two. I think you need to compare Josh Whedon's movie to a good movie. And <laughs> <laughs> it's unfair to, co- to compare the two movies because, I mean, quite frankly, Snyder had twice the time to tell the story. And even when Whedon's other cut, no, no, that was, wait, he did like, wasn't there like an extended Superman versus Batman movie? Yeah. Yeah. And that that was a little better. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit better because you got more stuff. He was able, and it was longer and he took a little bit more time with it. So I think that we can all agree that if a filmmaker has a bunch of time, to tell his story, he's going to be able to tell a better story without those time constraints. Because, you know, this movie's never going to go into a theater. It might be like a special event sort of thing. But yeah, um, but I mean, let's look at let's look at this for instance. Um, there was no there was no strange humor. Like Batman didn't crack jokes like he did in the Whedon one. True. And yeah, and that's the what made- whole Russian family subplot and the whole yep, um, Bruce and Diana subplot was gone. That was all Whedon. And yeah, it was and, it and was I'm not glad that missed. those were gone. Yeah, I was so glad that little Russian family wasn't there because it's just like, why the fuck are you guys living <laughs> yeah. next to Chernobyl? Like, wh- right. what are you doing? Right. Steppenwolf shows up in in that area and he says, it's toxic. Good. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. that to me explains no one's living there. That's right. it. That's all. You, that's, what, that's, that's all you what needed. I've been one saying line. forever, forever. One fucking sentence can explain stuff, you know, like with the whole, um, you know, how come Batman didn't come into that little fishing village on his boat or on his helicopter? And it's like helicopter has been grounded for six days, and the icebergs in the harbor. Okay, good, done. So yeah. he climbed that mountain to impress the shit out of Aquaman. And he barely did that. Barely. <laughs> yeah. Which I like. So, but I did like but the, let's I, I wanna I wanna say comparing the two, the additions that Whedon made were not good. So that's true. a comparison that can be made. So go ahead. Sorry. No. So no, but if I would be curious to see a if if Snyder had to conform to a two and a half, even a three hour end game length, mm. like if he had to cut an hour from this, yeah, I think it would still be a better movie, but then I think it would still be a closer comparison to, um, to Whedon's not like it, it would be a more fair comparison because then you've got like similar, you know, 
pieces of work like they, they're similar in length you know it's just mm-hmm. you can't read a sh- you can't read a short story and go well this wasn't as good as war and peace which was <laughs> sweeping it's like well yeah, i mean i mean you could for, kill someone with a copy of war and peace for entertainment for what you get out of it um you know let's look at like the mandalorian episodes or, or wandavision does the length of the episode matter as long as it's engaging and entertaining Right. Oh, I think that, yeah, they're, they're perfect. They're telling the story that they needed to tell. Yeah. And that's what I love about the episodic streaming stuff is that it doesn't need to conform to however many episodes or 22 and wasn't, minutes. Wasn't Snyder originally going to do this as a two-part or a yeah. trilogy? I thought it was, I actually thought it was going to be like four one-hour, quote, episodes. Mm. That's one of the early things I remember hearing. So the if, fact if that he... it was just one big, long piece was great. The yeah. four, three aspect ratio um i don't know take it or leave it after a while i didn't even notice right it, so it right matter. that i i when i first saw it i'm like all right there, there's something this that they they uploaded some fucked up version i gotta wait and see what's going on um well there was a notice at the beginning yeah and i read into it a little more and snyder loves the the way it looks on an imax screen and that's his preferred you know his preferred thing like uh spielberg he'll film in um 185 but everything that he films is always framed so it can be cropped for this was before widescreen tvs he would film it so it could be cropped without pan and scan bullshit because he likes to have the action in that square yeah, I don't care. Uh, I, I, I that thought one, it was good. That one didn't bother me as much because there was only one scene where I was reminded, and it was this, it was a, a sky beam scene, and the blue fuzzed in from the edges of the okay. of the box, and it reminded yeah. me because there was a hard line and then blue light coming in, and I'm like, oh yeah, I think that might have been um, an artistic mistake. A choice that was made that like because it reminds you it's not your full tv or monitor screen but whatever i, I who cares yeah, i don't think it i don't think it hurt it you know i mean if you if you're gonna trim this down to two and a half two and three quarter hours i mean there's there you could cut a lot of 30 seconds here and there yeah and I mean, you, you'd just, never know. Just speed up the slow motion stuff when you're by yourself <laughs> a half an hour. In a movie where you have three people that are capable of super speed, maybe slow motion isn't the best way to go with normal humans. Huh? Yeah, that's a good point. But all in all, I- uh, watching it a second time, it's not like a oh, I'm going to watch this to see how much of a piece of shit it was. And it's not like when I watch Joker for the second time and I'm like, yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. Or, um, no, I am. I was, I stayed up till midnight. I'm like, all right, let's see how much of this I get through. Yeah. And, and then you're like, like, oh shit, I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause that's what the, uh, that's what everybody did. Pretty much. Did you watch it all in one night? I did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah because i i didn't have to be anywhere the next day yeah so okay like, so right. the most controversial 
um, opinion I have of this entire film. Ready? Yep. Leto's Joker was all right. I actually enjoyed Um, those scenes. I thought that those little epilogue things were... um, They were fine. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was still fine. What I really liked though is if he never gets a chance to make another one, which at this point now I want him to finish it. Definitely. I want to see this. Yeah, because he wanted to do three, didn't he? Yeah, and this would be two of them. Yeah. I mean it it explains the flash because that the flash now looks like how he did when he appeared to Bruce. Yeah. With that with that fold down headpiece with the helmet with the yeah i like that actually with the no eyes on it um and then and then the the crusty beard look and all that stuff um if we never get another one it explains that whole thing right which is which is good because you know that's a loose end that needed to be cleared up i think even if you can do it that easily why not and and I gotta say, I think this has got to be one of the best Batman and Alfred pairings. Yeah, he's ever. good. He was he was a really solid that, choice. Yeah, um, they're they're really good together. I like that part where hey guys, this is Alfred. I work for him. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but him and uh, him and Wonder Woman together, where he's teaching her how to make tea, that was pretty funny. But that's also a scene that could be cut. If you're right. if you're making a shorter version, right. but him meeting Superman was really nice. All of it. It yeah, was it I, was I, it's darker than I want it to be, but I am glad given the what what happened in his life that he was able to finally come back and um not have that like be like a stain on his career. Cause he's made other stinkers that can be a stain on right. his career. I liked um, Martian Manhunter in there. Yeah, yeah. Although, like, the I don't understand why he, why he goes to see Lois. As... I think because no one else, no one else has, and he really deeply cares about people, and he knows she can do some good. I, I think, <laughs> but he was all. But if he cares about people so much, where was he during the big fight? He, yeah, this is all your problem. Yeah. I know. Well, he's a he's a Dude, military guy. He has a career in the military, so maybe that's what he. I mean, I, I'd have to go back and see what his character was doing because I don't remember. Because he's been in the other ones. That actor. Yeah. So. I mean, I like. I I thought that was nice. It was just like, oh, all right, wow, little. Uh, for folks who don't know who he was, it's yeah. just like, oh, that's a nice little surprise. I also I like at the end where he's like, hey, if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. And that's it because he's Martian Manhunter is very polite. <laughs> and um Ben Affleck just continues to be like my my favorite Batman. He looks in some scenes in way too many scenes he looked like a slightly more handsome Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> he looked weird at that last scene at the house with Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Like, didn't his face look weird? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is James Vanderbeek doing here? I don't <laughs> like his face looked like thinner. It looked it looked weird for a second. I'm just like, wait a minute, what's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. So but, but o- that's overall, what happens when you Yeah. 
when you do that. Overall, the the story Steppenwolf's story made more sense um, because obviously people that watched any Justice League or Super Friends, they know Desaad and um, what's his face there, Darkseid, and Steppenwolf right. is like very low down on the totem pole of Darkseid's lackeys and doesn't look like that in the comics at all, but. Steppenwolf's visual upgrade was very welcome too, by the way. Instead of looking like a uh, half sculpted Liam Neeson out of clay, he actually looked like uh, a strong creature, which was which was yeah. good. Um, yeah, I um I really liked it. I did see some comments out there going, Oh, so it was just sort of like a Thanos Marvel ripoff. Ah, uh, and this time no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I believe f- I believe Darkseid was first, and Thanos yeah, I was so second. I, I, I'll make sure here. But what are you printing? Oh, it's a secret. Oh, but it's the second time I've printed this piece. <laughs> it took three days and nine hours, and it got to ninety-five percent, and it fucked up. Oh, and it was sucks. my fault. That's the worst part. It was my fault. Oh, you, I hate when you can't blame the machines. Yeah. Yeah. But this time, instead of having one kilogram rolls, I have a three kilogram roll, which is um, a one kilogram roll. So it's like six and a half pounds of filament. So it's uh, like a thousand yards. So I should be able to print two of these pieces off of this roll, which is good. I get these two together and then I, I still got a whole lot more to print, but it's going to be impressive. I hope. Cool. Um, cool. S E I D side as a dark yeah. side. Uh, let's see. Dark side fictional supervillain appearing in comic books created by Jack Kirby. Debut. <laughs> I like how they put fictional. <laughs> yeah. Um, For whom do they not put the word fictional in front of the word supervillain? Elon Musk. I was going to say Jeff Bezos, but I had a mouthful of coffee. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk would be the Batman one. And Be- well, well, actually. No, Bezos is more of a Lex Luthor. And yeah. I, I'm sorry. That's like the bald headed thing. So Elon Musk is definitely a Bruce Wayne. More, um, more evil scientist, right? Than just yeah. rich businessman. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. So let's let's get Thanos over here. Um, all right, Dark Side. First appearance: Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number one thirty-four, cameo, November nineteen seventy. All right, when did Thanos show up? First appearance: The Invincible Iron Man, number fifty-five, February nineteen seventy-three. Ooh. Yep. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. So we got Dark Side's the OG supervillain. They should put that in the description. Yeah. Fictional OG supervillain. Yeah. Solves so many problems. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Um, and it, uh, once again, it shows that streaming can, um, you know, can still, can still work. 
Yeah, I, I don't would like uh, you know in a year for him to release it in IMAX. I'll go to an IMAX for that. I might. I mind yeah. A big right now, my plan is for the first movie I see in theaters to be uh, the next Spider-Man at the end of the year. That's that's about the closest I'll feel to being safe. Yeah. What the end of the? Have you gotten vaccinated yet? I got one. Oh really? Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not like broadcasting it over the internet or anything. Um, but last week, I did tell people at the end of the show if you want to get, if you want your best chance to schedule it yourself, uh, and you have a CVS near you that's doing it between three and four o'clock in the morning here, our time, so like midnight your time, um, that's when they reset, and that's when the most appointments open up. So I got mine um, set up for, it was two days from <clears throat> from when I did it. Basically one day because it was, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and it was the CVS on Canal Street. Um, just, you know, down from um, the Salem State Arena. No, I can't, I can't do it just age wise. I'm. I can't do it yet. You don't have two comorbidities? No. Uh, yeah. See, uh, being fat finally has a fucking benefit. <laughs> but honestly, you make the thing on CVS, you check it. And I'm not saying everybody should do this because they, obviously there are people that need them. Um, they don't check. Just saying. Nobody asked me. Nobody checked. And there were people younger than me that looked more fit. I know you can't tell by looking at people. Yeah. But you just you just you just go and it's a very long needle. Um and I could feel it pass through my skin, through the fat layer. Everybody's got a fat layer, even if it's one percent. Um <laughs> and then deep into the muscle in my shoulder and it hurt. It 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 didn't hurt, but it it has that like old bruise ache. Yeah. Um, the flu shot will last a day for me, but this was three days. I could feel it. That's how deep it went. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying yeah. this is what maybe some people could expect. It did make me feel a little weird, like I would get a little flushed or. Um, I saw an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson and he had got his second one and he was a little loopy from it. Like just not high, but just like, eh, Hey, what's going on? Eh, that kind of thing. And That's um, how I actually would have liked to see that. Well, it's on uh, the Colbert show. <laughs> it's been aired twice. Um, and I, I will say my, my head did not feel, because I went to work right after, my head did not feel like it was uh, there ready in the game, ready to go. So I may actually just, for the next one I have on April 8th, I may just get the shot, come home and take a nap. Because I, I don't want to make a mistake at work because that's, uh, you know, it's important I don't. Yeah, no one so, wants to deal with that. No, no. So, I don't know, might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. I don't know, whatever. So, it it does it and and last time I got a flu shot, I got a I got some really 
more significant side effects than I did before. Like I had joint pain and I was yeah. all achy and my muscles hurt and I just I just slept all day. It was like I got the flu all at once for like eighteen hours. <laughs> just in my just in my body, not in my head or anything. But yeah. ugh. <clears throat> so I'm gonna plan ahead for this one because nobody nobody needs me around like that. That's not helpful. So no, nobody wants that. No. Uh, let's talk about uh, Falcon. Okay. And what'd you think? Um, I've never been a huge Anthony Mackie fan, but um, he's been growing on me. I saw him in a movie called Synchronic, um, which was done by the people that did um, Resolution and The Endless. Um, really, really nice um, sort of cosmic horror, but... Um, like strange things happening yeah. like time reversal and like like sections in 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 um the endless there's sections of this 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 forest uh california area where like time loops but it's different huh. for everyone one guy's is like 12 hours long one guy's is like five and a half seconds and it's you can't escape it once you're in it and it's just these two guys that used to be in a quote ufo death cult death cult not deaf it's not definitely not deaf <laughs> no one did poetry um and it's them who got out before all this started to happen going back to visit for a day to try and get over all of it to to see it with different eyes um instead of the the brainwashed this is what we do kind of stuff. And then it kind of goes from there. It's a, it's, it's pretty good. I actually really, I've watched it a few times. I enjoy it anyway. So synchronic is another like time loop thing. That's tied to a drug that people take, but the way it works depends on your age and certain things in your body. And it, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, so Anthony Mackie was in that and he's the main character. And, um, I, I was never, I liked Falcon. I liked him in the movie, but, uh, he just came off as like too cocky for me, but I know that's the character. So I had to watch other stuff to get past that. So there's a long way for me to say, you know, <laughs> it's I, all right. I had to get past his, uh, you know, his on-screen persona to like the actor. Um, yeah. And in this, I, I thought his off-screen stuff really worked. It, it changed it. it it's addressing, um, you know, what happens when you're not a Stark. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that that aspect of it is such a, I mean, I can't say it's a big part of his story because he's, I mean, we've literally just had one episode. So. Right. Um, but it's, it's sort of interesting to, go in in that direction i mean it seems everybody else like that was just never part of the conversation right it's like oh how do these you know what happens when you know hawkeye needs to go to the bank you know yeah yeah but in <laughs> um in the civil war comics tony i think it was the civil war comics tony was trying to convince peter parker to to come with him and um and he says we have money and peter hugs him and he's like oh thank god so it's been addressed in the comics before, but never in the movies. Yeah. So 
Um, that's really interesting. I think that um, Bucky's guilt thing is pretty interesting and him sort of going through his list of people he needs to apologize to. Yeah. And- can we talk about the, the guilt for a second there? Yeah. How fucking weird is it that he's dealing with <clears throat> the guilt of killing an Asian man this week? Right? So fucking weird, the timing of that. Because Falcon really? and, and Winter Soldier was supposed to premiere before WandaVision. And then something happened, and I don't know what it was. And they had to push it. But holy shit, could this have been like better timed to show that maybe hurting Asian people for no fucking reason is a bad thing? Yeah, it was... Um yeah, a little too little little on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> so, and wow. can you imagine them sitting there going, uh, how is this going to play? This is going to look like we're profiting off of and they're like, fuck it, people need to know. And then people also know that that was shot like a year ago. Uh, you know oh, what? Yeah. You know what? We know. Average people are just like there's another Marvel show. So, you know. Yeah. We got to we got to remember every now and then that our listeners and us, we're not average TV and movie watching people. <laughs> we really aren't. We're uh, we're way too dialed into all of it. I saw some article um that's saying it's just like, oh, Falcon and I keep wanting to say Falcon and Snowman. So yeah, because of the a, show. Yeah. Yeah. Um the Falcon show is gonna fix what WandaVision, you know, screwed up, blah blah blah. It's just like, oh wait, my god. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> exactly. Wait. wait. Wait, 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 what did it screw up? Exactly. You know, it's That's just Wanda's like, story. That was the thing. I, I, and, and my comment was, was something that's just like, look, you're, you're comparing apples and computers and I went into this whole thing about what the show. Well, I said, you know, apples and a, a, an innovative show that took a serious topic and, <laughs> You know, she said, I just sort of laid that whole thing out. It's just, yeah. it was a great show that did something different. And because it wasn't like a big shoot 'em up, like, fuck you. Like, it was a great, it was a great show. Yeah. And it, it did so, it did so many things. Well, if she doesn't win a fucking Emmy next year, I, I'm done because holy shit, the amount of stuff that, that she was able to channel through the whole course of that show she yeah. did serious uh serious comedy yeah she did serious serious um she was amazing yeah she did uh, such a great job i'm gonna be honest when the episode um of always sunny mac finds his pride didn't win an, an emmy i was done because honestly that is one of the best episodes of tv i've ever seen because of everything that leads up to it and everything that happens in that episode and the what he did off off screen to get ready for the role and to learn everything i'm like th- this show has never been more serious more of a, a contender for an award than it has been right. in that episode it's so frustrating when when folks can't get past the very like thin veneer surface stuff yeah well, that's like me with Anthony Mackie. Like, I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know if I like this guy just because he see he comes off as a cocky asshole in the behind the scenes stuff. But then again, I'm th- I have, after a while, I thought, yeah, I would too. 
<laughs> if I was a fucking superhero saving the world in like five movies, yeah, I would be too. I, I would be like, let's go, motherfuckers. That would be my catchphrase. Um, <laughs> not like that, but better. Um, but yeah, I mean, they all have the right to be, I mean, they're millionaires playing dress up. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be a pretentious dick about it? And mo- and they're not. They're all right. very humble, most yeah. of them. Th- you know. Yeah, I, th- I think they're great. And I think that it sort of elevates the genre when you've got such decent people doing an amazing job. And Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like Paul Reiser. Uh, I, the first major role I saw him in was in Aliens. And he played such a fucking slimy asshole that I wasn't interested in anything he did for a long time because I hated his character. <laughs> Forever, that slimy. You know yeah. what's funny is like I I knew him more as a comic before I saw him in Alien. So for me, seeing him is just like seeing him in something <laughs> serious. I just couldn't take it seriously for uh, a little bit. Like, come yep. on. But I mean, when you do such a good job as an actor and people think that's you, that's a compliment. I, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, make it. Yeah, they just make but it I'm, so real. Yeah. So, but I'm old enough now so, where I'm like, okay, well, let me see uh, something else this guy's done. Let me see uh, if he's different. And um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to new episodes of Falcon and uh, Cold Warrior. There. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and I think that uh, it'll be nice when when the action ramps up because they're just sort of laying the groundwork here, and I think yeah. that that's. That's going to be fine. I will so. say, I actually found the opening sequence to be a little long. The action sequence. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was good, but I'm like, okay. Um, now show me why we're, why why you've made this show. What is the what is the thing going on? And then they got to it, but it's like, yeah, I get it. You got new wings. You got your little drone. Okay, cool. Move on. And they did. So that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, it's, but it's good though. I mean, it's nice to see them. I mean, throwing that type of money, like movie money yeah. at a TV show. Yeah. About side characters. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's great. Yeah, and they can introduce new villains that can carry on through to the movies and stuff, and and that'll be or reintroduce because you know looking at the credits, that's what we're gonna have a reintroduction of an old bad guy. Yeah, but also they kind of cool to see him back. They brought back a, a cap villain in this one, which was really nice. Did you notice? No, who what the dude that uh, Falcon fought on the plane. Like the boss on the plane? Oh yeah. That um the dude from um that boat. Yeah. Batrock the Leaper is his yeah. uh comic book character name. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah, I thought that was yeah, I recognize him. I'm like, oh I shit, he's guy. back. Awesome. He's still around. Nice, yeah. nice. He's, he's still around. That that's cool. Yeah. It's good to know because like, you know, and that was Winter Soldier, right? I don't in. remember. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Winter Soldier that was in, and he, um, and he just sort of, you know, escapes whatever. And yeah, it's yeah, and he gets away like, oh, in this right, one too, good. doesn't he? He got out of the, yeah. he jumped out of the plane. So that's what I like too. Is like we're getting comic book escapes as well as fights and stuff too. So. Right. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. 
Yeah, that was a nice surprise. They didn't have to do that. It could have just been a generic actor, but they got the guy back. So good for them. Now, now who was the guy at the end? This is exactly exactly how I was going <laughs> to go ahead. It was my next question. Who's the dude in the cap suit at the end? Or just I don't some know. I don't know. Just, you I just look like some guy like Johnny Bravo dude who fit the suit. Yeah, I don't recognize the guy's face. His his chin looks <laughs> weird, though. He, he looks like the old guy from Up. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely looks like he's missing one set of dentures, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Fredericks. <laughs> You're Captain America now. Good for you. <laughs> Ed Asner's like, all right, I guess I'm Captain America now. Yeah. Is Ed Asner still alive? Um, I think he is. Because for years and years and hey, years. Siri, is Ed Asner still alive? He's 91 years old. Holy shit. So they could have. They could have got Ed Asner. <laughs> To um voice. to do the voice of Granny Goodness in Justice League because she was there, <laughs> yeah. And he's been the voice of Granny Goodness for a lot of the DC animated stuff. Oh, that's a riot! I think, and I'm probably remembering this incorrectly, but at some point on Twitter, somebody said, "Hey, they should hire Ed Asner to and dress him up as Granny Goodness, and just to just to do live action the live action." You know, just as and just to just to keep it going, and I believe his <laughs> reply was, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure, man, why not?" Yeah, he had a great voice. The voice re really fits the character for some reason. I don't know why. I like him, but that was such a weird choice, and it worked so well. He spoke at my sister's college graduation. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, because his daughter went to Northeastern that and uh. graduated that year as well. Huh. 1989. God, that's a long time ago. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it, but yeah. Yeah, it feels like five minutes ago. It does. Whatever. Yeah. We're so, old. So, yeah. So, we got, what, five, six episodes of Falcon? Yeah, something like that. Five, yeah, it's six, maybe. Yeah. Six. I, my Ripley was very disappointed um, because she, you get the picture of Falcon and, uh, and uh, Bucky. And and Ripley said, "Where's his long hair?" I'm like, "Why? No, no reason. Where is it?" <laughs> and then and then uh, there's that that first scene with him, and um, I'm like, "You guys want to watch this this Justice League movie that's better than the other one?" And she says, Ripley says, "Is Aquaman in it?" I'm like. Yeah, is Aquaman in it? You know the one, the one that's been Aquaman. You know, with the long hair. <laughs> I'm like, why? Shut up! Dad. And that's it. She's just quiet. I'm like, why do you want to know? <laughs> why do you want to know how many like, times he takes his shirt off in the movie? And she's like, shut up. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's I, I said to her, I'm like, you know, you could probably meet him at a convention. He is very, very um, open and fun when he meets fans. 
And she went, uh, she ter- all of a sudden turned into <laughs> Troy with LeVar Burton. She's like, oh, it's okay. I don't have to. So now that's my. Uh... I didn't want to meet him. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, going to be. Hey, did you see that little drummer girl who called out Dave Grohl? Yeah. Yeah. And then he was, re- did you see the response? Like their little FaceTime yeah. or Zoom conversation? What a great fucking guy. Yeah, he right? is. He is. What a, seriously, to take the 10. Then he like went and like made a song. Yeah. And he's so genuine about it. It's not like this bullshit, like, hey, how are you? It's just like, you know, they're like talking about music and, and, and just really kind of just really nice guy. I don't think that you see enough stuff like that about celebrities reaching out and being cool like that. But I yeah. thought that was just awesome. Yeah. You know, that's just that's and that's that'll stick with that girl forever. Oh, that's cemented her love of music. Absolutely. Oh my god. So good. And she's such a cool little kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she really and she's super talented. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really cool. Um, let's talk about the good place. Oh, right. You wanted to do this uh talk about this show that ended like three years ago. It didn't end like three years ago. It just like got around ago. to it. <laughs> no go ahead i did just get around to because i remember i'm making the first, fun that's it i'm poking I, fun i was liking the first season when it came out and i was watching it you know week to week whatever and then i just you know, couldn't get back to it or it's just like uh it was just i, just I think i think i remember you saying yeah but where's it gonna go Right. So I saw where it went. And as I'm watching it, like I'm sort of somewhere in the middle of like season two. And I was kind of like, all right, like this is there's always a problem that gets, you know, miraculous. There's always like, oh, we have a plan and we'll do this. We'll have a plan and we'll do this. It's just like, come on, guys. Um, but it, it, it really I don't know what it was. It was just a few episodes in season two that I thought didn't help it. And I can't even specifically say which ones, mm. but um, cause I'm just sort of like, you know, I just sort of binged the whole thing. <laughs> so, um, but the way it ended up first, I just, I just have to say that the, the actor who plays Janet yeah. Darcy Carden, Oh my God. Yeah. She was just amazing. I think I got more laugh out loud moments because of her. Yeah. Than, than anybody else in the whole thing. So, although at one point when Jason, like somewhere in the middle of, I think it's like season four, he looks at Chidi and goes, I think you should do that because you're a high school principal. And, and she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A college professor. And it's just, um, yeah, the dude who played Jason was also really, really good. But um, Janet was just fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so just, just really, really great. And if you didn't tear up a little bit toward the end there, when Cheedy goes on his way, then mm. then what the fuck are you even doing? Uh- <laughs> it was definitely a show that had an outline. It was definitely, they knew how they wanted to end it, and yeah. they knew how long it would take, and they more or less stuck to it, and that overall helped the whole thing out. Yeah, most definitely. And I think, I mean, given the the material, like just sort of some of the deep sort of philosophy stuff, mm. you know, like having like 
some, I'm not, I don't know if I can say real conversations, but as real conversations as you can get in a sitcom. Right, right. More um, real about, than other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. About some pretty deep stuff. I thought it did really, really well without being too preachy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was good. And it really did. I, I thought it really made you think about, you know, okay, sure. You can say be a good person, but what, what does that mean? Right. And why are you doing it? Yeah. So I, I yeah. just I thought it was I thought it was really, really good. If if folks haven't checked it out, it's actually making me think about going back and looking at another show that I dismissed because it annoyed the fuck out of me. Last Man on Earth. Yeah, it's a fun show. And you like January Jones. So I do like January Jones. You really Jones, should check so. it out. She uh she had a very interesting, very human um arc in that. I felt that was on Fox, right? So where am I Probably. gonna see that? Yeah, but Shame. it got canceled before they could uh finish it out. So don't um don't get pissed at the end. Because it was a it was a season ending, not a series ending. Uh, all right. Yeah, all right. so I'll I'll chase that one down because um I remember liking the beginning of that and then they started adding people and like, well, oh, I, what think, the fuck? I think I uh, think it's not a literal title. I think it's more he acts like he's the last man on earth. You know what I mean? I will give my report okay. after I watch. <laughs> okay. Okay. But really, The Good Place had a, a great cast. Yeah, they they really really did. Um it's so good. I um I've only liked Maya Rudolph in bits and pieces here and there. Yep. Um, consistently fantastic in this. She was really, really great. Yeah. The only other time that she really, really made me laugh was in a Saturday Night Live sketch where she and Kristen Wiig are playing like spokesmodels yep. for a game show. Yep. Yep. And um, she just keeps doing stuff to make Kristen Wiig break. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was <laughs> so yeah. tickle tickle. And it's like this chicken. Ah, that was funny. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, she was really great. The dude who plays. Um, Captain Holt's husband on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he he plays Sean. He was really good. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed him. So yeah, fantastic show all around. Um. Yeah. 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 Kristen that's, Bell that's was I mean. was fantastic, and um, um. I forget I forget the the actress's name, but Tahani was I think the biggest surprise. She she had oh my one God. of the nicest arcs of the whole the she whole was show. Great. She was on um Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Oh yeah. And she's just she's just like, Yeah, it's so weird. It was like my first acting job. I had never done she that's, never done That's any, why I didn't know acted. her. Okay. It's just like, oh my God, like <laughs> nailed it. Like just really hit it out of the park. Fantastic. And she she um, didn't have an easy role too, because she had to act superior to everyone while feeling the most inferior to her sister and beaten down by yeah. her parents. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I think she did a, she did a, everybody was, was great. And I thought that the Jason character was just going to be this one note thing. And he yeah. just, he well, yeah. wasn't. No, like, he tried like, and he and tried to learn and be a better person. And it was great to see. Yeah. And that was the thing. His, <clears throat> his motives were just like, he was just, you know who he was. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so, and I love that um, him and Eleanor was just like, you know, she's like, you know, like toward the end, she's like, it was great to have a fellow dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
I yeah, did. Was, I did uh, like the the really subtle good. the subtle things of you're a good person to be a good person, not yeah. for reward. You're just good. Just being good. It sounds. It's cliche. It doesn't sound cliche. It is a cliche. Being good is its own reward. Right. Altruism. Right. But and, I really and, like how they they played with the distinction. Yeah. Of that. You know, yeah. and the way they, you know, they try to fix the system and, and, and I thought yeah. that was pretty good. So, and I thought that like Michael's arc was really, really interesting Yeah, throughout. And, and, you know, Ted dancing, there's that little bit at the end where he's like, you know, learning to play the guitar and he's <laughs> learning like from Mary Steenberg. And, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, Yes. Like that was just so perfect. Right. That was just right. really, really great. Yeah. So and that and then that one um there's that one scene where Kristen Bell's husband shows up, mm. you know. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it just it was just um it was a it was a good show. I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, now I guess I'll go find Last Man on Earth. I was I was upset when I saw it was ending, but then the way it ended that was that was that was pro- it's probably up there. Yeah, with some of the and that the was better. The, the guy who created The Office. I think so. Definitely Parks and yeah, Rec, right? That's um, what got me watching it. That what? It was it was a bunch of Parks and Rec people involved too. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Parks and Rec, that dude, sure, Michael Sure, he did he played um Dwight's cousin Mose right, in the office. Right, which is so strange. It's so strange. Cause then to see him talking about the show, it's just like, yeah. oh, oh wait, you're not a fucking moron. Oh, you change the haircut, it all it all changes. It all, all right. makes sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Uh so in a couple of weeks we got uh King Kong versus Godzilla. Or Godzilla versus Kong, whatever you want to call it. So I'm up yeah, for that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm not yeah. minding the streaming thing. No, no um, I'm not either. Did they? Did I saw something about Black Widow. Is that doing both, or is it just going to the theater? I don't know. I am expecting them to change the date again. Honestly, if they can't put it in the theater, I think they are more than aware of how it would look putting a Black Widow movie on streaming even given the circumstances instead of a, a theatrical release, you know, I think they, yeah. I think they're having, it, it, I would imagine since they've delayed it a couple of times, they're having trouble, like even trying to figure out how they would justify, well, we finally had to put it in the theater because people will say, yeah, but like studios sat on stuff like, um, you know, uh, cabin in the woods for years and then finally put it out. So like you couldn't fucking wait. Right. Because it's going to feel like they're relegating her to a, a secondary platform. Yeah, that's that's not what you want to see. No. No. So I think they're in a very difficult spot. And it's not like at first you would think that, oh, you know, it's oh, so long since a Marvel movie, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Marvel, like that whole thing is just, it's being kept relevant. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's been so long since we had a Marvel movie in theaters because we just had three Marvel movies play out about Wanda. Right. So, yeah. 
and now we're gonna get what two and a half uh, or 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 at least a full one out of um winter soldier yeah. so and i'm only saying they're they're like movies because you know they could be yeah yeah string them all together yeah you're gonna kill a couple hours so yeah it's not it's not like a sitcom. Nothing in Wanda happened that was a, a bottle episode or a throwaway kind of thing or no, you know, you no. Could, you and the people who it. are just like, Oh, I stopped after you know I stopped after the third episode because nothing happened and then people saying, Oh, things really happen in like the fourth episode or the third. It's just like, no, it's all Yeah happening. Things happened from the just, very first frame. It's like, seriously, it's like going into a movie and like, like 45 minutes in going, well, this is stupid. I don't know what's going on. Right. <laughs> it's just like, well, shut the fuck up and watch. That's yeah. why we're all here, man. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. People. What a bunch of bastards. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so true. Anything, anything else going on? Um, was it you? Was it your fault? Did you talk that guy into taking his kid into the elephant enclosure? No, but it's really funny because, like, I was like the day that happened, um, I was thinking about going to the zoo. <laughs> oh my god! So, for anybody that doesn't know, this total fucking moron hopped two fences with his two-year-old under his arm and jumped into the elephant enclosure in the San Diego Zoo, and predictably. The elephant wanted to stampede him and trample him. And the him. elephant was kind of like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. I saw a video of a gorilla that could sign to the people watching him, <laughs> you can't feed me. Right. The, like, the, the, the poor captive animals are smarter than the people looking at him. Oh, my God. And um, I don't know if it... I, think uh the guy's wife like filed for divorce the next day or something holy shit, shit like wouldn't you <laughs> i'd be like well why wait till tomorrow terry what did you do with our kid <laughs> i want to see the elephants <laughs> <laughs> all right you're done oh god <laughs> you had a good run you're fired you know he was probably thinking well this one doesn't eat people we could probably get up close to it if you're going to do that, like, go go jump into the fucking tapir exhibit or something. It's just, I just, like go, I just don't go. understand why I, the stupidity of people. If he did it, it by shouldn't. himself, it would be a stunt, but he took his two-year-old. Right. Now I mean, that two-year-old is going to be just like, I am not going to the zoo again. Yeah. Never. That kid's going to grow up and be like, Mommy, can we and, go to the zoo? He's like, no. And fuck you. that kid's going to have an, an, uh, an elephant fetish as well. Because you oh, know absolutely. how sexual fetishes are really weirdly, you know, they manifest themselves in odd ways. Yeah. Going to have dad issues and elephant issues. My dad's an elephant. Oh, shit. Great. <laughs> now Pornhub's going to have an elephant section. Going to? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, just think of it. It's I already saw, there. I saw some meme that, and it was written, and I don't know if it was Mandarin or Japanese. Um, I don't know what the language was, but um, it had, like, it was Pornhub, yeah. and it had a little, like, yellow square, and um, 
it, it might have been it might have actually been in Mandarin. you know what I'm trying to think of I think the caption said and you said you couldn't read Mandarin let's say because <laughs> <laughs> it's so obvious like what it is <laughs> we ever talk about the kid who like like there's that little drum roll thing that I guess Pornhub does I guess come on um <laughs> And some kid did it at like a school like concert a couple of years ago while they're like warming no, up. No, I don't. Yeah, and then they they kicked them out of the band. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Something stupid like that. I don't know. Huh? But I don't know. This is funny stuff. Yeah, right, we're at about an hour. You want to call it? I want to call it. Hey, go watch my other show. <laughs> Ticket stubs and popcorn. There you folks. go. There it is. <laughs> Ticket stubs and popcorn. Um, check it out on YouTube. Um, check out the podcast. You can do that too if you don't want to look at this stupid face. Um, <laughs> that's how I listen. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. So yeah, go check it out. It's uh, it's it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, Peter and I yelled at our our fake intern the other day. Oh yeah, one of the shows. Yeah. What did your funny. fake intern do wrong? Uh, Corky was supposed to order a pizza. Something. Corky. Corky is his uh, is his name. Okay. Okay. Damn it, Corky! Those t-shirts will be out soon. Ah. So. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it. That's, uh, that's it, folks. Have a great week. Wear a fucking mask. Yeah, for and, God's sake! Um, come on, it's not that much longer. Yeah, seriously, it's it's we're almost done, almost done. But I think we're preaching to the choir here, so I think so. God, so I you hope see so. somebody without a mask, just fucking yell at them. Just bring yeah. a bell and just clang it and go shame, <laughs> shame, <laughs> and point. This guy thinks he's better than everybody else. Hey, did you ever watch Ted Lasso? No, on- but everybody's saying I should. So should oh, I? It's so good. Yeah, All I was right. just gonna say that. Like one of the characters in that was. The shame lady from uh, from Game of Thrones. I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Okay. All right, folks. Have a great week. Be safe out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So you have a movie for me? Yes, sir, I do. Justice League. Oh, you want to reboot it already? Sure, I guess enough time has passed. Nothing really matters. No, actually, I figure we could release it again, but like a different version. What do you mean? Well, see, there's like this big fan campaign online, right? And people are kind of, you know, shaming us for how bad the 2017 cut was. Oh, that kind of hurts my feelings. I bet. And so, you know, people really want to see what Zack Snyder wanted to do with the movie originally, you know? Okay, okay. So tell me about the script. What's going on in this version? Oh, well, we're gonna dive into the characters a whole lot more in this one. How are we gonna manage that? By making it four hours long. Oh my god. It turns out you can dedicate a lot of time to characters when your movie's the length of half a workday. That makes sense. So what's going on with Steppenwolf? Is he still after those mother box things in this movie? He is. Amazing. Anything new going on with him? Oh, well, he's much spikier now. Good. And you know how people didn't really like that he was pretty much just evil, like that was his motivation? Uh-huh. Well, in this one, he's trying to kind of prove himself to Darkseid and re- redeem himself for something he's done. And what's Darkseid's deal? Oh, you're gonna like this. He's pretty much just evil. That's his motivation. Perfect. And so what's going on with the Justice League? Well, we're gonna have a whole lot of Cyborg in this movie. He's practically the main character. Wow, I feel like he was barely in the other version. Did him and Joss Whedon not get along or something? I...
No, they didn't. Oh, I should probably read the news more often. Sure sounds that way. So he's gonna have this big car accident scene, right? And his dad is gonna use a mother box to rebuild him. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, and also the Flash is gonna have this big scene involving a car accident. Okay, okay, so we're just kind of sprinkling in some car accident scenes for everybody? No, 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 that'd be, that'd be kind of repetitive. I was gonna say. You no, know, it's not all car accident scenes. Aquaman gets a boat accident scene. Well, that's a completely different mode of transportation. It is and also a bunch of women are gonna sing at him and one of them's gonna smell one of the many sweaters he tosses away in the film. I mean, that sweater's gotta smell like fish, right? Probably smells like fish, yeah. And what about Wonder Woman? What's going on with her? Is she gonna get a plane crash or something? No, 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 Wonder Woman. Actually, hold on a second before I get to Wonder Woman. What? There we go. What is that? What? what? Oh, this is the music that's gonna play when we see Wonder Woman. Okay, I mean, sure, sounds like a great song. Perfect for the first time we see her. It's gonna play every single time. What? Anytime Wonder Woman does anything at all, or any of the Amazons for that matter, we're gonna play that music. Oh, do you think you might be overdoing it? Might be. Who's to say? Everyone. That's definitely too many times to play that. Well, we're gonna play it anytime she does literally anything. All right. So anyway, there's gonna be this terrorist attack at this bank, right? And these bad guys are gonna take some kids hostage and put a bomb on a timer. Oh, no. And so one Wonder Woman shows up and she finds out that these bad guys don't actually have any demands at all. They just want to blow up four city blocks. They just have hostages to stall the police. And why even put a timer? Unclear. So then Wonder Woman throws the bomb up in the sky and blocks a bunch of bullets from the lead terrorist guy. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and then as he's reloading, she explodes him out the side of the building, blows out a whole section of the thing. What? She blows up part of the building she was trying to stop from exploding? Why not just knock the guy out while he was reloading? Because explosions are awesome. Those children had to witness a man explode in front of them. They didn't have to see that. But explosions are awesome. That is a good point. Yeah, okay. So anyway, Batman doesn't want Steppenwolf to get the mother boxes together, because then he'll create this thing called the Unity and end the world. So he wants to get the Justice League together. A very good idea. And so Batman and Wonder Woman and Cyborg and Flash, they head into this tunnel to fight Steppenwolf and some of his parademons. Okay. And then Steppenwolf is gonna blow a hole in the tunnel, but it's right under Gotham Harbor. Uh-oh. It's pretty scary, but now that water is involved, Aquaman can join in. Is he just treading water outside the tunnel? I guess so. So now all living members of the Justice League are together. Amazing. And then there's gonna be this really nice scene between Martha Kent and Lois Lane where they're talking about their grief over Clark being dead. Oh, that is really nice. But then it's gonna turn out that it was Martian Manhunter pretending to be Martha. Okay, kind of feels like that undercuts the emotion of the last scene. Yeah, but this way we get to see Martian Manhunter. Okay, yeah, worth it. So then the Justice League's gonna realize they can use this mother box that they have to bring Superman back from the dead. Oh boy. Yeah, but he's all confused when he gets back and he gets violent. Oh, a very confused Superman. So then Wonder Woman steps up and she's gonna be like, Kal-El, no. Very convincing. So then Superman's gonna go on a little journey of self-discovery, go hang out with Lois Lane and his mom. Oh, that's nice. And she's gonna be like, are you really you? And he's gonna be like, I'm really me, Ma. Oh, changing your name to me, Ma is tight. No, it... Never mind. Okay. And then Superman's gonna put on a freaking black Superman costume. Why? Because. Nice. So meanwhile, the rest of the Justice League are talking and they're like, boy, this is gonna be a tough fight. Sure. The Flash is gonna be like, Steppenwolf has probably fought hundreds of thousands of super beings and we have to assume he's won. Yeah, that's a valid point, definitely. But Batman's gonna be like, yeah, but he's never fought us. Not us united. So... 
a handful of super beings who just met. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but it's gonna sound very cool. That works for me. So then the Justice League's gonna head off to Russia to fight Steppenwolf. Oh boy, it's gonna be tough to take him down. Actually, it's gonna be super easy, barely an inconvenience. Oh really? Is he Superman's gonna show up and he's gonna punch Steppenwolf so much, just so many times? Very cool. And then Aquaman stabs him and Wonder Woman cuts his head off and they all stop the mother boxes from uniting. Amazing. So then Bruce gets Martha's farm back, you know, the bank was selling it because she was way behind on payments. Oh, so he bought the house from the bank? No, he bought the bank. Well, why didn't you just buy the house? Yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but it's gonna sound cool. It does sound cool. And then Batman's gonna have this huge nightmare scene. It's gonna be the end of the world. He's with Cyborg and Deathstroke. Oh. And Mira is there too, and she's gonna be like, Oi, I'm gonna kill that bastard for what he did to Arthur. What, is she British? She is in this movie, yeah. Why? Unclear. Oh, okay. And then we're gonna see that the Joker is there, and he's gonna have this big argument with Batman, and then he's gonna laugh like a seagull. Sure, that may as well happen. It's gonna, and then Bruce is gonna wake up from his nightmare, and Martian Manhunter's gonna swing by and be like, hey, I'm here for any sequels you might be making. Feels a little tacked on. Yeah, tack that right on for you. So what do you think? Well, I mean, it sounds like fans really wanna see all this, so sounds good to me. Great, and now we can finally close the book on Justice League and alternate versions and all that stuff. Yeah. Well. <laughs>